We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggert. Let's talk some James Madison men's soccer as they finished in a scoreless draw on Friday in Lexington against the Kentucky Wildcats. And they have now had three consecutive draws. They get set for a match this week against Old Dominion Wednesday, the Royal Rivalry, and then Sunday at Georgia State. So a busy week for the Dukes with just four weeks, four games left in the regular season. Let's talk to Paul Zazinski, the head coach of the Dukes. Hi, Coach. How are you, sir? Hey, Dave, doing just fine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on as always. And I guess overall, just your thoughts, a scoreless draw with Kentucky on Friday. How'd you feel about, about that one? You know, I, I think it was good to walk away, you know, with a point away uh, in the Sun Belt. I always say that. Um, however, I think, you know, with three straight ties, you certainly want to, you know, see out three points. And uh, overall on the day, uh, it was kind of maybe backwards from uh, our normal, you know, kind of game line. And that is, we didn't create a ton of chances on the offensive side, but we held a, sh- a shutout and, and really did a good job to prevent uh, a lot of really clear-cut chances from UK. So, you know, on the day, I, I think I uh, would have loved to get three points again, but at the end of the day, we got one point and a really tough place to play. You know, talk about that and just what were the struggles offensively or what were, what was Kentucky doing um, on their defensive side to really limit your chances offensively? I mean, UK is big and physical and athletic, and I think that they just did a good job from time to time to kind of pin us in our own half. But I think that our guys maybe, uh, you know, took the, the, the gas or foot off the gas pedal a little bit in, in certain phases of the game um, on the offensive side of the ball. But that being said, I, I thought uh, defensively it was actually right where we wanted to be. I think uh, a couple of guys really stepped up. Our center back play was, was great on the day. Um, and we really limited their chances. They had a lot of shots from distance and a lot of crosses and services into the box that our guys did a great job of. But, yeah, offensively, you know, I just think we were a bit off, and, and that was the first time that, that maybe I've said that uh, almost all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think you're right, because you, you, you guys have generated a ton of shots and, and shots on goal and just not able to against Kentucky. But you mentioned on the flip side, talk about some some of the standouts defensively for you guys. I mean, I think that the, the core, you know, the, the middle of our back line, our center backs and, and P2 and Davide, both of those guys played really well on the day. Our, our, our goalkeeping, Sebastian, you know, he played well. Um, Dimitri Turner was really tough in the midfield. So I, I think those names kind of stand out and, and helped us secure that point. And, uh, you know, they battled, and, and that's what you got to do with, with the road games and the Sun Belt. Have you like have you have you been impressed with with those guys back there? Have they continued to gel and get better as the season has worn on? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it takes time to kind of get to know each other. The you know the center backs are, are two new guys. Um, you know, weren't on the team last year, and, and they've gelled and, and done well. And I think you know uh, it, it certainly takes time to get into rhythm. But we are only four games uh, from from the season being finished uh, in terms of the regular season. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're hoping that uh, we continually get better. I think it was a good step in the right direction on the defensive side of the ball. And, uh, you know, that's a testament to, to how they've approached each practice and, and each game. Talk about that center back position. For folks that don't know a ton about soccer, is, is that one of the most important pieces of the back end? Just Are they kind of the quarterback back there? Yeah, I think it starts with the goalkeeping and sure. because they see everything in front of them. Um, so you need a good communicator and, and somebody that organizes. And I think Sebastian does a good job with that. But then, you know, next up is the, is the center back positions. And, and you got to be, you know, tough in the tackle and you got to be organizing yourself and, and uh, ready for, for aerial challenges as, re- you know, as well as crosses from, from wide. And 
that's where I think those two excelled uh, in the in the Kentucky game. We're talking again to Paul Szczynski, the head coach of the JMU men's soccer team. You mentioned Sebastian Conlon in goal for you now in his second season. How about his growth, his maturity in that spot? Have you seen that continue to grow, and what are you seeing from him right now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's good, you know, coming off of a shutout, and I think that's you know good for the back line and good for Sebastian's confidence, and uh, they kept the ball out of the back of the net against the you know, a, a group that's athletic and, and dangerous and, and served a lot of balls into the box. So that was certainly a, a good thing to see. And I think Sebastian has, you know, con- continued to progress and, and play well um, down the stretch here. And we need him to step up as long as, as well as those other guys to step up in our remaining games. Has he been pretty vocal since he's been on campus? Again, he's still just a young player, but but does he use his voice? Is he a pretty good leader with those guys back there? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's a, a guy that uh, has been, you know, starter since the freshman year. So you got to step up. You, you have to be vocal. You have to take some charge. Um, and I think he's done a good job of finding that balance. Um, and, and he'll continue to hopefully do so uh, in the last remaining games of the season. But his progression in that area has, has been good. And um, I think that he's, you know, put a lot of focus into that uh, as he's come into this year. You mentioned UK, a physical team. How did your How did your guys handle their physicality? I mean, I think that for the most part, like I said, you know, uh, there were some things that I, I think we could have done differently on the offensive end. But uh, for the way that they played, I think that we did a good job of, of you know, preventing them from very clear cut opportunities. Um, and uh, you know, this is a group that in UK, obviously, they they had a great season last year. Um, and they were kind of up and down in results, but, you know, they just tied, uh, you know, Indiana, who's coming off of a, a, a finals run, you know, and I know that the, the teams are different, but it just kind of goes to show you that, uh, you know, UK is still a really good team, and uh, they're tough to beat, especially at their place. So, you know, keeping that shutout and, and gaining some confidence for that is, is I think, important, and uh, hoping to use some of that, even though we've got three straight ties. I mean, you're looking at, you know, three power five opponents, and, you know, they all have quality, and uh, hopefully we can ride some of that momentum into um, Old Dominion. Okay, we're down to Paul Zazinski, the head soccer, men's soccer coach at James Madison. They get set for ODU coming up on Wednesday. And, Coach, you mentioned the three straight ties all against power five teams. Do you – I'm sure it's kind of it's half of it is yes you're 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 good to, you're glad to get those points and and you've played well but you certainly want to get three points and get the win so is there some frustration at all right now or are your guys remaining pretty confident? Remaining confident. I mean, I think the the one South Carolina we didn't finish our chances. We had 17 shots and 10 on frame, and we would have loved to you know see two or three of those balls go in the back of the net. Um, and then you tie, you know, the third-ranked team on their home field and, and score two goals. So uh, I think our group was confident in that result um, and still uh, could have even won that game. And then coming off of the U.K., uh, once again, uh, I think we there was three points in the game. We missed two or three pretty clear-cut chances, and, and they had one or two uh, as well. So it could have gone either way. And, um, you know, the, the results are that we tied the last three games and, and they were against good opponents. So. I don't think it's a, it's a confidence thing. I think that we just got to, you know, make sure to every time out try to continue to try to win. Yeah, no doubt. We're, again, we're talking to Paul Zazinski, the head soccer coach at James Madison, as they get set for Old Dominion coming up on Wednesday. The Royal Rivalry 
is renewed and it, it kind of got re-renewed I guess because it was 10 years between uh, between matches uh, back in, in 2012 and last year you played them in Norfolk and had a had a scoreless tie but is it is it kind of nice we, we've seen this in quite a few sports now with with now both teams being in the Sun Belt that this rivalry is now renewed is this it's probably not really a rivalry yet again but do you do you sense it a little bit here getting back together in the, in the Sun Belt? I mean, I think that any in-state game provides a little bit extra only because, you know, you see those guys all the time and there's a lot of, you know, interconnection with recruiting and, and that type of thing. But we have a good relationship with our staff and, and uh, we have respect for their program. And I'm sure that Wednesday's game is going to be a battle, um, no different than any other Sunbelt game. So, yeah, I, I maybe think that there, there would take some, some additional time um, and experience uh, playing each other to truly feel some of that rivalry. But, um, you know, this is a big game, and, and I know they know that, and, and they're going to be prepared for it, and uh, we'll do the same. It's a good team, too. Obviously, they're playing pretty well right now. They're 5-2-5. Five, and five. They, They've lost their last two, but just a one nothing loss to South Carolina, a 2-1 loss to Central Florida, who's obviously playing very well. But what do you see on film from these guys? They're just a, a tough group, you know. They, they battle. They, they, uh, you know, certainly have been in every contest for most of the season. They were undefeated. Um, you know, they had a lot of ties, but that's very, um, you know, that's kind of the way that the landscape of of college soccer has gone. Once we've taken away the overtimes, there's just a lot more ties. Yeah, and, there uh, really are. You know, both for us and them. You know, we're, we have. 10 ties between us, uh, it just goes to show you that they, they're in every game, you know, and they're tough to, to uh, you know, break down on the defensive side of the ball because they work really hard. And uh, we're, we're, you know, we know that that's what we'll get on Wednesday. Is there is their style similar to what you saw a year ago when you played them? I think they're a little bit better um, than last year's team, for sure. Um, they brought in a couple pieces, and I think that uh, they're playing with, with positive energy, and, and uh, they've been hard to score on, you know, so they haven't leaked a ton of goals. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that they're, they're a good side, and there's no doubt about it that they've gotten some good results uh, throughout the year, and, and they're just a tough team to beat. So um, we know, like I said, what, what type of game it'll give us, and uh, you know we'll be ready for the challenge. Do you kind of feel like it's go time for your team? We mentioned four games left in the regular season, just a couple of weeks now. Um, you get ODU, Georgia State, then Georgia Southern, UCF. But do you kind of feel like, all right, now we got let, let, let's make this run now toward the postseason? I mean, I think everybody's saying that, right? Yeah. I mean, with four games left, uh, the, the biggest thing I would say is that it, it's just about ODU, and I think most teams – don't want to necessarily look at it from like, hey, let's get it going towards the end of the year. It's just kind of like, hey, let's make sure that we try to do our best to get three points in the next game. So um, we do know how the importance of, of this game, and, and I know they know that as well. So, you know, uh, may the best team win, and, and I'm sure it'll be a, a tough, tough test. I know it's only been two games since you played at home, but it's you've, four of your last five have been on the road. It's been a couple of weeks since you were at home. It'd be nice to be back home, won't it? Yeah, I, I think uh, you know we we certainly play well at home, and most teams do. You know, in the comforts of your own locker room and, and sleeping in your own bed. Uh, you know, but the Sun Belt is so competitive that every single time out. It uh, doesn't matter who comes and play, he plays you on your home field. Uh, it's going to be a, a really tough test. So home or away, they're all difficult in the Sun Belt and, uh, you know, no bigger game than this Wednesday. 
You mentioned all the ties, and I wanted to ask you about that just since you brought it up, just without having overtime anymore. There are a ton of ties now. Again, you guys have five. The women um, have a bunch as well, five or six right now uh, at JMU. But everybody in the Sun Belt has at least three except for UCF, who has two, and the Marshall obviously doesn't have any right now. But do you, do you like that? Would you rather go back to the overtimes? Me personally, I, I don't love ties. Um, that, that's just a preference. Um, I understand why, you know, the NCAA did what it, what it did and, and why this was something that was adopted because there's so many games in a short window of time. It doesn't allow student athletes a, a long time to recover. Um, and there's not a lot of training. You know, when you play overtime matches and it goes uh, an extra 20 minutes or so, I mean, that's a lot more wear and tear on the body in a condensed uh, amount of time. So the, what I don't love about it, though, is, is, you know, we play this game and we prepare to try to win. And uh, when, when you get a tie, you know, sometimes those ties feel pretty good and, and sometimes <laughs> right. those ties feel like losses. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you kind of just want a winner or a loser. And that's my, ver- my personal viewpoint. Um, but like I said, I understand why we did what we did as a, as a D1, you know, kind of. Um, the, the direction that they head with it, uh, right. I, it makes sense, but it is a little frustrating from time to time. Yeah, I'm sure it is, no doubt. Again, get out to Centerra Park on Wednesday. The Dukes take on Old Dominion, 7 o'clock. Is that kickoff from Centerra Park? Coach, thank you so much for your time. As always, I appreciate it. Good luck this week. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate you having me on.